we're live here. We are live. Okay, so I'm, I wanted to record a podcast tonight, and that's what I'm doing. I'm recording a podcast. And so this is really purely designed as an audio experience, but in the age of technology, figured I would go ahead and make this a visual experience as well. So for those watching on YouTube and for those podcast listeners out there, I appreciate you, your listening ear and anybody that's watching visually, you can see on strong calm with Aaron Dunn on the YouTube strong calm with Aaron Dunn on the Facebook page. You can see the inside of my new office. It's a little old school. It's got wood paneling, but it also has a built-in bookshelf where I can showcase all of my books, which is great. And all of Chelsea's books. She's got books. And we've got more books and other stuff in boxes because we just moved in to Longview, Texas. And so I'd like to say a special howdy to the Longview residents that happened to be a, be a, a part of the listening audience at some point over the next time that we get to we get to meet but let's get to the point here enough of introductions it's a minute and a half and i know that i need to keep your attention so you can get to the good stuff of the podcast long enough but i also like to provide context because this is all about communication right so i want to set the tone set the set the experience up right because the title of this episode has three parts number one easter sunday number two original leadership number three personal branding and that's just for that's really just for like keywords and stuff but the bulk of the and it has to do with that because we talk about company, strong, calm podcast. For those that you don't know, communication, community building, company. Those are the three pillars of strong, calm, calm, the root word that means together or in common. And I use that word as a springboard to talk about those three subjects on this podcast. That's why you listen to this podcast to dive into what communication is all about, get better at it for your business or personal life especially when it comes to sales and marketing. And you're going to need both in your business or professional or personal life, whichever one. Community building, online and off, how we build community in the age of technology, in the attention economy. How do we build community with one another in small groups or at scale? And how do we build community in our own community where we actually get to meet people and that's been taken away from us, but now it's coming back. So we need to know how do we connect, build community and how these two things, communication, community building, build stronger company, whether that's the company that you're building or the company that you keep. All right. Tied up like a bow. Let's get started. So Strong Calm Podcast today, Easter Sunday. It's like a special episode, I suppose, 4-4-2021. And I feel good. It's the start of the second quarter of the year of 2021. I got to visit my parents. 
uh, with my wife, Chelsea today, which was great. And hadn't seen my dad in over a year, seen my mom and a few, you know, at our lake house a couple times over the past year, but hadn't seen my dad cause he works a lot, COVID, all this kind of stuff. So it just never, never worked out. But today got to hug the man. So that was really good. We went to first Monday, talk about community there. First Monday weekend in Canton. It was a nice leisurely stroll because it was Easter Sunday. So not many people were there, but, um, all that aside, you know, um, I visited my hometown Edgewood. Okay. We're getting, we're getting closer to the point. So keep, keep hanging with me. We, cause you know, communication, we have to tell stories. Okay. Some people come for the story. Some people come for the bullet points. I'm going to give you both. So, but you got to work with us. You got to work with us as a group talking about me hosting the conversation, but also those other people that are interested in more aspects and avenues. Um, so I went to my hometown of Edgewood, Texas, about 1600 people on the last population sign. Who knows how much larger that will grow uh, once the new census count comes in. Anyway, visited my hometown and then I stopped in front of the hometown church on our way out because I grew up at the United Methodist Cheetah Memorial United Methodist Church in Edgewood, Texas, uh, the first Methodist church in town. And uh, it's always just great to come back home and just feel all the feelings uh, and just look at all the new things that are happening in the town. Imagine it when, you know, as, as you remember it growing up and, you know, doing all the things I was thinking about, you know, riding my bikes, you know, up to my first job at the snow cone stand right off highway 80. I was thinking about how this house looks different with that paint. I was thinking about all the businesses that are, that were there, that are still there, that are not there, that I wish were there, that are, you know, started thinking about all these things. Saw uh, some parishioners of a, of a new church downtown in the building that my mom owns, which is, that's cool. Company piece there, community company, all that. Um, so I'm thinking about all these things, right? And then I'm also reading this book. Okay, here we go. Robert Greene, Mastery. I'm reading this book. I read 48 Laws of Power. It's an excellent book. I mean, this guy, it's a legend. Robert Greene's a legendary author. And uh, this is a classic, classic book. And I'm just peeking into it. Like it's like I'm in 30 pages. Okay. But it kicks off the idea of mastery. Um, in the first section, it talks about finding your life's task. And he talks about like the origin of masters. They're, they're typically driven like uh, for a particular purpose. And they, it's, it's a, so in, in, in Robert Green calls it the life task. Okay. And so I'm, you know, 30 pages into this prior to arriving in Edgewood today. And the, the, the page, the page that I'm on 30, page 30 in this edition, uh, return to your origins, the primal inclination strategy. And he talks about for masters, their inclination often presents itself to them with remarkable clarity in childhood. Sometimes it comes in the form of a simple object, triggers a deep response, goes into various examples. But, you know, the point being that, you know, you go up, you go back, you trace your steps back and you find out what is that thing? What's that thing that sparked that fire that sparked in you 
at the very early stages of your life and you might be on track to finding what this thing is that you want to master or that you are called. It's, he, he talks about like, it's a calling actually. It's not something that you just choose to do. It's, it's, it's a vocation. The masters have turned their thing into a vocation. He provides a definition of vocation, which is in the origin of the spiritual. Okay. It has a spiritual etymology to it when we define the word. And uh, I'm all about words here. Strong, calm. You know what I mean? And it says, instead, you want to see your work as something more inspiring as part of your vocation. The word vocation comes from the Latin meaning to call or to be called. It's used in relation to work began in early Christianity. Certain people were called to a life in the church. That was their vocation. They could recognize this literally by hearing a voice from God who had chosen them for this profession. Over time, the word became secularized, referring to any work or study that a person felt was suited to his or her interests, particularly a manual craft. It is time, however, that we return to the original meaning of the word, for it comes much closer to the idea of a life's task and mastery. And thus I arrive and, 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 and you see the themes, the parallels of this Easter Sunday episode, this, this leadership, this personal branding episode here, as I'm reading this book on mastery. And then, um, I have the opportunity to go back home, visit the church. You know, I didn't attend a service. Sad to say we ended up going to first Monday weekend, which is fine. But, you know, it's something that I want to do to have that experience to enrich myself in the origin. Okay. And so I say this, you know, as just, I'm also a guy just reading a book and I'm also a guy, you know, who works in marketing brand work, but I'm also a guy that wants to help other people with this thing. Um, And that's why I'm sharing this kind of my thoughts with you throughout this, because at this point, you can take these two things and you can, you can, you don't even have to buy this book and you can start thinking with it. So that's what I invite you to do. Anyway, you don't have to. Anyway, so I'm having this experience, right? Which is, which is really great. It's like, yes. So it causes me to think this, you know, I've been, I just did an event not too long ago on stronger personal branding, what that means. And I settled on three points. Who are you? What do you stand for is the question. What do you want to be known for? Who do you want to serve? Those three things. And so I've been thinking about this. I've been on this lane, right? Working through these thoughts. And then I'm, you know, learning, reading, that kind of thing. Origin story. Very, very similar. So it's all, you know, steep, steep, you know. We're, we're rolling with it. And I'm thinking about this in my own of like, okay, well, I'm advising and, you know, encouraging, enriching and empowering. That's what I'm trying to do for other people, encouraging, enriching, empowering others to do a similar thing. What am I doing? It? How am I doing it internally? And maybe this will help you. These are, these are ways that I'm doing it internally. And so I'm tracking, I'm tracking back. And I've done this a few times in my life of like, man, isn't it interesting now that I help people with podcasts, that I have my own podcast, that I co-host a podcast. Um, and all this was originally formed in the base, you know, in my, in my 
bedroom as a kid with some studio speakers or some crappy Logitech speakers making beats and recording my own voice then. So, you know, now this is just, this is just an evolution that continues to, to happen. And, and then, you know, we we're getting back to the point of the book and me bringing this up of just like, it runs to the question of, well, what is that origin? What is that spark? And I think about it in terms of, I remember at the church, just, you know, I, it was, it was a very good experience. I know everybody has different experiences with going to church. Um, but for me, it has been a beneficial one, one that I got to witness many strong leaders in the community, giving their time, talent, resources to this thing for the betterment of the whole. And I saw people with specific talents, strengths, using them as gifts in different aspects of the church. There were teachers that led VBS. There were people who cooked all the time because they knew how to cook. There was the preacher, of course, that spoke and expounded on the Bible. Small class leader, you know, all these people are ingredients of the church. And then you have the just the congregation themselves that all have their own strengths and their, their, their weaknesses, obviously. But you know, this, this is the makings of a community. And so I'm inspired by that. I'm inspired by like everyone having their part. Some everybody finding their part and going, this is my lane. This is what I'm doing. This is how I, you know, this is what I know. And this is how I can use it to the benefit of everybody. That is what I'm about, you know? And so that's why I continue doing what I do. And it's been a fun journey learning how this applies. You know, you know, I, there was a point where I was in ministry as a youth pastor because I felt called to this thing, but I, I felt called to the, th- the thing of building an individual to be greater for the, the sum of its parts, like you as an individual becoming a resource becoming a valuable piece of the greater whole. I I fell in love with that. And you know, what does that mean for young people? And what does that mean? You know, it's just like all these questions, right? So all these questions and I can only piece these things, you know, 2020 hindsight, right? Hindsight is 2020. And so now I'm like, okay, well then this can influence what I'm up to now. So if you're still with me, I appreciate you. And if you enjoy this, leave a like on the YouTube or something like that. I'd like to know your feedback as I exercise these thoughts because this is a unique episode. So, you know, all that jumbled up to break it down simple, you know, I'm kind of like, you know, how can I catalog these thoughts and things like that? But, you know, and I'm doing this all the time in real time, essentially. Um, through the podcast and all these other things, but I'm thinking about these things and I'm like, okay, well let's, let's put it all in here. And this is all about what I call generating awareness. And that's the first rung of building brand. You've got to generate awareness to build brand and that's internal and external internally in that you have to take that inventory of yourself do the, do the hindsight, see it, what it means for now, look toward the future and apply it. Um, 
And you have to also do it externally. And that's what I call original leadership. Original leadership being that you're taking your origin and you're turning it into a way to stand up. Not, not, and you have to stand out to do that, but you're standing up for the benefit of others. So then check this out. Here's, here's where, here, here's where all the connections start coming, right? I feel like that meme that always sunny in Philadelphia meme, but it's just, you know, poetic and, you know, me as a poet, that's what I'm about as well. As a poet, I can't help but see the poetic nature of life in this. So I have this other book, right? That I haven't really done a lot of deep reading in, to be honest, but I got, it was published in 2014. It's about the history of the church that I grew up in, a legacy of faith is what it's called. And it's excellent. 1879 to 2014, it just catalogs the origins, the, the ancestry of the people who founded the church, all kinds of stuff, pretty much, uh, catches you up on what's been going down if you're a new visitor. So I'm thumbing through this thing, just like, Hmm, wonder what this is like, what, what, what this has to say. And then what do I find? Lo and behold, an excerpt from a lady who was active in the church in the 1950s. And she had a teaching background and she was very, very passionate about the Methodist church and the Methodist way of doing church for those unchurched Christian, you know, people who aren't Christians or aren't hip to the, to the lingo here, you know, there's the Baptist and the Methodists, and then there's the Presbyterian and the first Christian. And the, there's all kinds of don, denominations within the umbrella of the Christian church. Um, Methodist is one of them. Anyway, she was passionate about that, going to conferences, things like that. You can imagine this church lady being excited. And uh, she has speech notes. She would always come back and, and teach on things that she learned, share it with other people. And she had these speech notes. And here they are. I think it's interesting and still applicable to this day. What? 70 years later, check this out. It says the world is undergoing a change. A new world is in the making and we are a part of it, whether we care to be or not. Tony B the British historian, Dr. E Stanley Jones and other international observers impress upon us that we are making history of the greatest significance. And it is a terrifying thought that what you and I do now will have an imprint on civilization all down through the centuries. Distance has been eliminated through our modern transportation and communication. Many have gone from car to air. Side note, remember this is 1950-ish, somewhere around there. But yeah, distance has been eliminated through our modern transportation and communication. Many have gone from car to air. The only barrier left is that of language and our indifference. How may we overcome these? Another side note here. The only barrier left is that of language and our indifference. Hello, Strongcom Communication, community building, strong company. She continues, how, many, how may we overcome these? Leadership will all be 
our church though, through its program of educa- education, literature, and training classes is turning out the most effective leadership. All ages and departments are provided for as in Sunday school, Methodist Youth Fellowship, Women's Society, Christian Service, and Wesleyan Service Guild. A question was asked at a recent meeting I attended, what is the greatest need of my church? The answer was leadership. Remember that the church not only needed needs trained leaders, but people who appreciate trained leadership. We must have a deeper appreciation of value of trained leadership. If we are to go forward, let's take the word leadership to mind. And she has my friends, an acronym, an acrostic, poetic, right? If you know me and I know me better than anybody else does. And so for those who, uh, for those who don't know me, um, I do this for you to just introduce you to me so you understand and become aware of where I'm at in my journey and thus where you are in it. And I, as a poet, have created many acronyms, many acrostics, things like that. So I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker. And so when it comes to me in this form, it's really, really great. Very, very, you know, it's a wonderful discovery. Uh, So somebody's joining in live and I appreciate you. So I'm going to give you a shout out, the, the Malik or something like that it says you can't see my face properly. And I appreciate, I, you know, sorry. And for the, you know, you can relate to those listening to this on the podcast. And so I will continue for them. That's what I'm doing. Recording a podcast anyway. So let's get to the point here, but see, when you join in live, you get a shout out on the podcast inadvertently shout out to the podcast listener though. Um, so she developed an acronym and I'll run you through this acronym because it's great. Acronyms are awesome. They're such good teaching tools and wonderful ways to remember things. And so leadership as an acronym, I don't come across that very often. Here we go. Now she's talking about it in the context of church, but at the same time, anything that's good for the church, as far as, you know, good training, things like that, these are all things the things that are in the church are also supposed to be executed on outside of it. And so, and that I think that goes for any body. Like we want, we want a body with, you know, a body of people talking community of people in any community of people. We hope that to the, to the degree that you are about or you're, you're making yourself available in the community when you're outside of the community, you want to be the same person. You want to see that person outside the community being that same figure that they are inside the community. That's integrity. That's why I put it in my values. Anyway, leadership acronym for you. This is the bullet point part, right? So you've gotten the story, you've gotten a little stuff. And now we're going to give you the bullet points here. So if you want a bullet points, here are an acronym for leadership by Miss Frances Holmes Millsaps. Shout out to her 70 years ago. Or no, wait, I'm sorry. Might be Dovey Humphreys. I think it's Dovey Humphreys. Shout out to Dovey. Here we go. Let's take leadership to mind. L, love. No substitute for love or genuine goodness. Someone has said, if a person has love, all else will follow. Read Matthew 5 for Jesus' requirements of a leader. 
bonus reading there. Leadership as an acronym. That's L, love. E, education. The wealth of fee materials. No excuse for not being informed. A certain amount of know-how is essential in our training program. With our knowledge, we must have educated hearts. Along with education, we must have enthusiasm. Ooh, I love it. You, for education to stick, it has to stick with a little level of entertainment and enthusiasm. Something that's like, yes, I can't wait. What Robert Greene talks about as a vocation when it's when it's grabbing you, when it's gravitational. All right, back to the acronym. A, awareness. Here we go. Generating awareness. Awareness. Awareness of world's need of opportunities for meeting them. Love that. A leader has to be aware of the world's need of opportunities to meeting them. D, dedication. Dedication to the job. The job cannot be well done unless one is willing to give utmost time, utmost in time, preparation, and ability. Breaks down dedication so well with those words. Time, preparation, ability. E, example, be one. The thing wrong with the church today is that the church people are no different to ones outside. Like the song, does the world see Jesus in me? What does your life and mine reflect to the world? Speaking very clearly, speaking very clearly. And I love how she started that out with be one, be one, an example, be one. I like that. Not being one and something else. R, resourceful, resourceful. No matter what books say, occasions arise when the answer isn't in a book. Be prepared, suggest, and lead out. Be positive, not negative. Love that, especially in the context of me citing two books to you today in this episode. You know, be resourceful. It's one thing to learn. It's a whole other thing to act on what you have learned thus far. And that is truly where leaders are born or go bust. Resourceful. Share. Be selfless in what you do. Give all you have, not to the glory of self and things, but to God. Be selfless. I like that. Share. Share. Because, I mean, there's so much abundance, right? So much abundance. Um, H, honesty. Honesty to me is a cardinal virtue. Be honest in yourself, with yourself in mind and purpose. And as Shakespeare tells us, you cannot be false to any man. Also be happy. It's contagious. Another H for you. So H, honesty. Honesty to me is a cardinal virtue. Be honest with yourself in mind and purpose. And as Shakespeare tells us, you cannot then be false to any man. Also be happy. So Again, poetic, right? Literally. You cannot be false to any man. Honesty and happiness. Just be you. Authentic. Authentic. That's what generating awareness is all about. That's a bullet point for me in generating awareness when I talk about this. Authenticity. I. Imagination, ideals, and intelligence. She offers no follow-up to that point. But three words three powerful words that are necessary in leadership, imagination, ideals, intelligence. I break this out in generating awareness. When I talk about this coach on this it's talk, I talk about differentiation. What differentiates a leader? Well, all these qualities, but especially their imagination, their ideals and their intelligence. 
emotional and otherwise. That's what's differentiating about a leader. And then P to sum it all up prayer, be still and know that I am God. Prayer changes things. It renews our spiritual resource, gives us faith through prayer. We acquire fruits of spirit, love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temper, temperance, Galatians 5, 22 and 23. So to run this list for you real quick, and that's prayer. It's powerful. This is powerful stuff. And regardless of your relationship with God, these things are so important. And like, you know, what is meditation if not prayer? Like, and, 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 and how often does our culture reinforce these things that are known to be fruits of the spirit? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, which is also translated as patience from time to time. Gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Never. I mean, love, peace, yes, yes, that does happen. But I'm, I'm talking about these other unique words that we need integrated in our lives to have a rich one. Um, regardless of what you feel faith. These things are great reminders. Bible's a book, just like the other two I've got here to many people. But we, you know what I mean? This is why I collect many books to uprise the things that, that, that give us the, the richness that we need from the words that we read. Might put that on a Instagram, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Anyway, so she follows this up with a paragraph and I'm about to leave you on this episode. Uh, our ideas for leaders are like stars. We may never reach them, but by, the, by, but by these suggestions and others will chart our course. As Constantine went forth to battle under the sign of the cross with these words, by, the, by this we shall win, emblazed on his banner, so may we. Our ideas for leaders are like stars. We may never reach them, but by these suggestions and others will chart our course. As Constantine went forth to battle under the sign of the cross with these words, by this we shall win, emblazoned on his banner, so, we, so may we. W. Phillips in the 1950s. Shout out to W. Phillips, yo. Leadership, love, education, awareness, dedication, example, resourceful, share, honesty prayer. That is a power acronym, my friends, power acronym. And I'm going to put that in my book, which will come out eventually. Power acronyms. I'm collecting them. So that's the episode for today. Strong, calm podcast, communication, community building and company. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you get the themes, the things that I'm, I'm collecting here for you to give to you. These are just things that have been valuable to me in the last 24 hours that I definitely wanted to sum up into an episode and share with you and perhaps for myself for some, you know, greater reflection later. Um, just an easy way to connect notes. You know what I mean? Might as well put it on a podcast. So I hope you uh, you get something out of this. Uh, if you're developing your self if you are on the course if you're up to something if you're becoming a local leader i'd love to hear from you i'd love to hear what you're about and what you are 
up to? What is the fire burning inside you that you just got to start breathing out like a dragon? But uh, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to. I'd love to feel the heat coming from your breath. Okay. Uh, so tell me about it. Leave a comment in, a, in, in in the YouTube video or send me a message on Instagram at Aaron Dunn Works. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's the only place you can leave podcast reviews for some reason. So dumb. <laughs> but anyway, that aside, it was great speaking with you. Leadership. Original leadership. That's what this episode is about. Keep it calm, strong, my friends, and we'll see you next time.